Welcome back to the Granting Thoughts podcast. I'm your host, Grant Ace, obviously, because, you know, get it, Granting Thoughts. Anyway, so I uh, would have came out with this episode earlier, but I had my uh, first wedding anniversary with my wife. It was a great time. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've been doing lately. And so basically, just to get back into the swing of things, I thought I would also say every 10 episodes, I'm going to try to have a guest on. And uh, I already have the first guest lined up, so uh, hopefully it'll be a great time. So I'm looking forward to that. So next up is the first segment. And this in this first segment, we're going to talk about what's been happening in the news and for this, I chose the, this, this happened technically last week, but I thought I would talk about it a little bit more. Basically, NASA basically said, hey, we're going to stop calling UFOs UFOs and we're going to call them UAPs, uh, which is, which is also, which is a code name for unidentified anomalous phenomena. So the reason they want to say this is because they don't want stigma of people thinking about like you know green little aliens up in the sky in their spaceships because they're trying to actually study like these 200 some occurrences over the past 20 years of all of these like you know what we would call quote unquote UFOs in the sky. So yeah, that's in the news and NASA had like 16 scientists and one astronaut, I forget the name of the astronaut, but they were on a panel and they were talking about, hey, we're trying to uh, study these unidentified anomalous phenomena. <laughs> so just thought that was interesting. Uh, also in the news, um, Twitter has become more of a, uh, I guess, a really honestly a town hall. Like what Elon Musk has been trying to say Twitter is, He's really been trying to make it a town hall in the fact of like uh, people trying to actually like announce their presidency like DeSantis and like RFK, for instance, hosting a, uh, a Twitter space where he talked about his promises for his campaign and what he wants to do if he becomes president. So, you know, interesting things in the news. Um, other than that, uh, we're always a day closer to nuclear annihilation. Looking forward to that can't wait <laughs> but come up next to the thought of the day and the thought of the day is this is that yes the world is very diverse whether it be race culture religion whatever but it's also different in many different ways like for instance have you ever thought about the differences between some towns in the u.s or like different villages and towns in other countries and if you haven't think about this there are contextual sublayers to any society. So, like, yes, there's the great, like, general sense of society, which is, like, what most people in that country, like, represent or what most of their opinion might it might be or what their polarized opinion is. But there's sublayers to what they really actually believe deep down. And the reason I say this is because... You look at the way the differences between towns and the differences between, like, let's say, New York and Chicago or Chicago and Dallas and stuff like that. Like, even just, like, the little villages and little towns that no one ever, like, no one knows about in other states, like, in the middle of nowhere. Each town has its differences and each town has its own subculture. So it's just the fact that I thought it was interesting to bring up that that 
the world's more diverse than we think. It isn't just about race, culture, religion. I mean, those are huge things. Those are some, those are things that we always come into contact with on a daily basis and even practice or even a part of. But it's like I just thought it would be a cool reminder of like the fact that like there's more diversity than we even really actually think of, if that makes sense. And the other thing is, is like if you take away all the polarizing opinions everyone has, like in a giant culture like the United States, you begin to realize that there's like all these different little opinions and everyone has different little opinions about everything. So it's just like interesting to see how like those opinions can be displayed through the way they carry themselves or the way they come to conclusions within their own context of where they live, wherever that is. But I just thought I would say that just to say that there's more diversity than we really think and that ultimately we can never really know the complexity of society because it's just really complex. It's more complex than we really give it credit. So up next, we're going to go dive into No Stupid Questions on the Reddit page No Stupid Questions. And we're just going to begin and we're just going to dive right in. I also introduced a new subreddit. It wasn't that exciting, so I'm probably never going to use it again as like a source of questions and opinions. But we're going to dive right into No Stupid Questions. So if most people live to their 70s, then the midpoint of our lives is our mid to late 30s. So how come the term middle-aged usually refers to people in their 50s? If most people live to their 70s, then the midpoint of our lives is our mid to late 30s. So how come the term middle age usually refers to people in their 50s? Well, that's a good question. I would I would personally say this. Um... I don't know. It just makes more sense because like once you hit 50, you're almost in that retirement age and work isn't as hard because by then most people, well, not most people because that's not inherently true, but I guess like a lot of people at this point in their lives have a lot of things figured out. And I think it just marks as a point of like, oh, they have their most of their life figured out. They know what, how they're going to retire. They know uh, that they're secure, like financially. Um, so they're just like, you know, living their life now. And I think that's kind of true, but then I don't know. That is a good point though. Our mid, our, being middle-aged, I mean, I don't know. Cause when I say middle-aged, I think of 35 to 45 too. So, I mean, uh, yeah, you know, either way, anyone else experienced major cringe when attempting selfies resulting in a complete avoidance? That's me. 100%. I never take selfies ever because I take a selfie and I just instantly regret it, honestly, and I just delete it right away. Or if I don't, I just accidentally forget to delete it because there's tons of selfies in my phone that are just embarrassing. And it's not even just like trying out TikTok filters like everyone does. It's just like just like thinking, oh, like I'll just take a picture of myself just to have if anyone like I don't know. It was just, it's just weird. But yeah, I agree. It's just cringe. I, I That's why I never, ever ever do that anymore anyway why are standard bathtubs not over six feet long seems like they are not designed for people five feet ten or over that's true i'm six foot and like granted even though i'm just two inches taller than five foot ten i think it's a little annoying that bathtubs aren't you know at least able to fit like a person that's six foot or six and a half feet long (laughs) 
Uh, yeah. Are Taylor Swift concerts just for rich people, or are average Joes really saving 3K just for a concert? I would say this. It's interesting because there's a lot of hype and a lot of uh, diehard fans for Taylor Swift, so it's hard to tell, but if I would have to guess, I would say they just kind of like throw their whole life savings, honestly. What do you mean that's not true? My wife interjected and she said the reason why. And she said that most people were able to get a good price like right when it first came out or something. I don't know. Something like that. So that's why a lot of people are there. But there seems to be a lot of people who just go last minute. Um, at least that's the way social media makes it sound. But anyway. Why do vegans not eat eggs? You know, that's a good question because... Most vegans are liberals and they believe in abortion and it's okay to kill a baby developing. But oh my gosh, it, it's like a sin if we eat a chicken developing inside of an egg. Like, oh no. And then the other reason they should eat eggs, which is, this is a good reason too, uh, is the fact that, I, like basically, long story short, I grew up like actually raising chickens and stuff like that. And if you left out eggs that were not fertilized by a rooster or if you didn't have a rooster to fertilize the eggs to become chickens those eggs would literally get eaten by the chickens themselves like they would literally literally try to eat them if they had the chance so that's another reason why people should eat eggs because if you leave them out and they're not fertilized one they stink and the other one and the other reason chickens will eat their own like basically <laughs> eggs which is interesting what would happen if every middle class and lower american just stopped buying anything that isn't for pure survival um nothing i don't know i mean like obviously some companies would be hurting like target and walmart and stuff like that but like uh, that would never happen i don't know uh, yeah that would never happen first of all <laughs> because everyone st wants stuff but that that's interesting at least because like that a lot of people would actually save money like if they stopped buying things they didn't need a lot of people would save money and they people i think would realize oh wow this is how much money i waste <laughs> like <laughs> seriously how many ramen ramen oh gosh how many ramen flavoring packets would it take to change the taste of the ocean so Basically, you would need a packet for each gallon of water in the ocean. So, apparently, this person says on Reddit, there is 352 followed by a comma, followed by 670, followed by seven, 15 zeros, I mean, of gallons in the ocean. So, that, so basically... 352,670 followed by 15 zeros would be the amount of flavoring packets it would take to make the ocean a giant bowl of ramen. Cool. <laughs> so, is it too late for me, a 24-year-old female, to start learning how to play music and get really good at it before I get old? Like, dude, you're in your early 20s still, technically. I mean, basically mid-20s do it i mean like what's stopping you there's no reason to not do it especially if you want like a hobby that you're always going to learn new things and um so yeah i say go do it <laughs> there's no reason not to 
What's the right thing to do when you hear someone trying to get into your house at night? Personally, uh, I mean, like, if I feel like they're not going to come in my room and harm me, I would just call the cops. But I feel like if they're going to come in my room and harm me, I'm going to attack them first and, like, use a chair or something and try to knock them out. Um, that's what I would do at least <laughs> the right thing to do. However, um, so if you're in the U S self-defense is allowed just as long as the person attacking you is actually trying to do you harm. Because if you just start hitting them over and over again without them trying to retaliate, then your retaliation towards them and you hitting them over and over again causes you to be liable and to be sued and even go to jail because if they're not attacking you then technically you can go to jail but if they are attacking you you're defending yourself and you're not using retaliation to beat them to death basically um yeah you'll be fine why can flies happy oh why can flies happily find their way in through an opening window but are unable to leave and just smash against the glass that's very true. It's stupid. I don't know why they even bother. Like, what's in here? Like, there's food on the counter, but that's about it. <laughs> stupid. Are multi-stall unisex, any sex bathrooms, actually okay for men to use? Um, I mean, they're unisex, so I guess so. But, <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. Um, I feel like someone who's biologically female or a female would feel weird going into a unisex bathroom, but maybe men would feel weird going in there. I don't know. I, I At least me, I wouldn't have trouble. I would just go. I don't know. <laughs> if that makes sense. <sighs> Why do streaming services only worry about new subscribers as a metric of how well they're doing instead of worrying about keeping the current subscribers? Um, That's a good point because a lot of what a company's marketing scheme is is geared toward to geared toward is the fact that like you want to keep your cu- customers like interested in you what you offer so you want a high retention rate within your company within the products you offer within the services you offer so i think it comes down to this i think they want new subscribers because it's always a competition with everyone else out there um because technically everyone's looking to how about this actually because i think they're worried about new subscribers all the time because they're not able to constantly have a show or a movie on their web on their streaming service all the time unless they own it because they buy the rights for like said movie said uh tv show for a limited amount of time then they can stream it online to their viewers for a limited amount of time but then it gets removed once the con once the contract is up so I think it comes down to the fact that they're trying to make sure that they have enough content coming in. And thus, since they have new content coming in constantly, they're trying to count how many people are actually um, trying to invest or trying not invest, but trying to buy their streaming services because they want to be able to ultimately stick around But I think it comes down to the more people you have for a new movie that just came out, the better, because that means you have them right there and then to like come and hopefully forget about their subscription. So they keep paying that subscription. Um, 
So yeah, I don't know. That's my answer at least. Why do people in the U.S. idolize their military so much? I've never seen it in the, to the same extent in other countries. Because it's America. Dang it. <laughs> I've I, Honestly, I'm an American, so I'm biased. So when I read that, I'm like, like, shut up. <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. Anyway, but it's just the fact that, like, U.S. citizens are just really proud of their military and I guess it's just the fact that, like, that's what makes a country. That's what makes, uh, like, America. That's what makes a co- any kind of country. It's the sacrifices, the culture, and it's the, I guess, the history and the way history is portrayed in a culture, if that makes sense. Because, for instance, our history might not be completely factual the way we present it to people or to our children but the way we present it is with nationalistic pride and that's why people love and just like embrace the american military so much within the u.s obviously there's some people who hate it but you know those are just liberals (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding it's a joke guys calm down okay How do celebrities and influencers launch a product line? Okay, first of all, they don't just launch it. Second of all, if they do launch it, then it's because they have money. Like, duh. Like, duh. Like, it's just, okay, look. If you're a celebrity, right? And if you want more money, you're going to find companies who want to make clothing and be successful through the image of you being successful and famous. So if this company... A, company A over here wants to talk to Rihanna. Rihanna's gonna go open up a bunch of new stores in the malls because a this company the A company company A wants to make money through Rihanna's fame and name. It's just that simple. Like there isn't a, like it isn't hard for celebrities to do this. It's just about the money. They have the money to do it. They have the fame to do it. Most of the time, they don't even need the money because they're they're so famous. That all these companies want to work for them. So, you know, that kind of goes to show. Next up is the new subreddit that I thought I would try out. I didn't really like most of the questions and most of the pop, most of the opinions. But we're just going to roll with it anyway. And it's from Random Question. Random Question Series Answers. Alright, next up. Would this be lying if someone promised to do something on a certain day, but then forgot... But does it on the next day? I want options, yes or no. I would say no. Um, it, but it depends what it is. Because if it's time sensitive, then I guess they're lying. I wouldn't say they're a liar. I would just say they lack time management skills. And I would just say they lack... Like, they seem like they don't care. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I would say. I wouldn't say they're a liar, though. I need a good name for my PlayStation account. I'm having troubles coming up with a unique and entertaining name for my new PS account. Any suggestions? Um, nope, that gone, Eddie. Next one. How do you go above and beyond at your job? Uh, well, I mean, if your job sucks, you're never going to do it, even if you really want to go above and beyond. Because if you don't like it, you're not going to put any extra effort whatsoever. So, but if you do like your job, try to be intuitive and try to help out your bosses, managers, whoever, to the fullest extent, and, like, even offer to do some side projects on the side, like, alongside your work, if that makes sense, if you want to go above and beyond. 
Um, so yeah, I kind of, I hope that kind of answers your question. Why, when I focus on something far away, it becomes smaller. When I focus on something closer, it becomes larger. Because if it's in front of me, it's larger. If it's far ahead of me, it's smaller. Like, like seriously, like, is that a dumb question? Like, I'm sorry, bro, but like, that's a dumb question. Like, if something's far away from me, it's going to appear smaller. If something's closer to me, it's going to be larger. Uh, anyway, I just thought that was a dumb question. Carnivore or vegetarian? So basically, would you would you pick just carnivore or would you pick just vegetarian? I would say I would pick carnivore, personally, because I don't think I could just eat plants all day. <laughs> Do you have a pro- gender preference for ASMR? One hundred percent, I would say women because. This is the reason why I say that. Not to, like, sound sexual when I say women. But, like, I guess it's just weird. Anytime I've ever seen a guy do it, I just, ugh. It's just gross. I mean, honestly, I think ASMR is gross either way. I just think it's weird either way. But if I had to choose, it would choose a woman performing ASMR. Um, Because, I don't know. It just seems... It does. It just seems more. Uh, I mean, obviously, I don't think ASMR is natural. <laughs> um, and if for people who don't know what ASMR is, it's basically just like um, here. I'll give. No, I'm not going to give an example. I won't do that to you. <laughs> it's basically like making these sounds that sound interesting or appealing, and like lots of people watch it, and lots of people like think it's interesting. But like personally, I don't really like it. But ultimately, I would say, like, yeah, it's just weird when guys do it. I just I just think it's cringe. Not only cringe, it just makes me uncomfortable. Is there any way to have the devotion and ceremony of religion without being religious? Yes, it's called being American. Do, why does a PNG have squares? Well, a PNG has pixels. There's a something also called vector art where it doesn't have pixels, but it's only used within the software of making digital art or digital design um but yeah pngs have squares because there's pixels yay we learned something new today anyway why is it that something can seem too good to be true i don't know it's just an intuition of human like not consciousness that doesn't sound right it's just into human intuition of like realizing yeah this is too good to be true it's not going to actually work out the way I think it is. Like, especially when there's scammers. Scammers get really, really, like, they go above and beyond these days. Like, they might not get any money whatsoever, but they go above and beyond. They're very sophisticated when they try to actually get people to, like, to, like, rip people off, basically. Because, like, their schemes get more and more advanced as, like, time goes on. It's And plus, it's just going to get worse and worse, especially with AI. Like, it's going to get really bad. But yeah, I would say like it's interesting when like even if I don't know if it's a scam right away, I always have that feeling it's too good to be true type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like because like you watch all these videos like Mr. Beast videos and stuff and it's like, whoa, he gave away all this money to these people. And it's like, I hope this high opens to me someday. And then people will literally be like, oh, wow, you won this or whatever. It'll actually seem legit at first, but then. You realize, you know what, it's too good to be true. It's it's not Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast isn't in front of me giving me $5,000 cash, even though I want some, but, you know, whatever. 
What happens if you, who is the child slash teenager under 18, go to another country with your parent and they die? Uh, basically, the authorities there would just take you to the U.S. Embassy and then they would um, take you back to the U.S. after a certain amount of time. And then uh, you would be placed with whoever is your next legal garden, guardian. Um, so, yeah, it's not crazy if nothing crazy would happen, basically, if if a child was like left behind when their parents died in another country. Obviously, something could happen crazy if, like, they were kidnapped when their parents were killed, too. But, like, it's it's a pretty straightforward process. The authorities there will just take you to the U.S. Embassy. U.S. Embassy will ship you home. Long story short. When automotive companies make an ugly vehicle, it rarely, rarely sells and they lose profit. Why doesn't anyone stop them before it happens? Um, I would say mostly because, I mean, I, I, okay, I'm going to give them credit. I'm going to give them credit for making the ugly vehicle because ultimately some companies try to go and create something new sometimes just because, and this is my honest opinion, they want to bring in a new era of style, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? They do the risk. They're willing to make a quote unquote bad design because they're like, what if this is the next style? What if this is actually the next biggest thing? But then it just flops. But I'm going to give them credit because companies should take more risks because that's the advancement. Humans need change. That's what it really means to be human, to change, to keep going and to make new things and to be creative. We need to keep changing as we keep going. We can't just stay and do the same thing over and over again. Yeah, it might work every single time, but... We need to be able to actually be willing to make new things and take risks, even if it means that you'll lose money in the end. Because ultimately, that risk that you took, hey, you know, it's better than not trying, in my opinion. And now we're going to jump back into Ask Reddit. So what does Japan do better than than the rest of the world? Transportation. Um, and that's not only with their bullet trains, they just have affordable, and as far as I know, almost free transportation for some citizens in Japan. Um, but yeah, I would say their transportation and the way their government provides transportation for their citizens, like the best in the world, basically, or almost the best. <clears throat> what is something that is way less dangerous than people think it is? Um, cutting down a tree uh, or building things or whatever. I mean, I grew up around that stuff, so I guess that's why. <laughs> What's something you find annoying that shouldn't be? All right. And then I have these comments that I wrote down here from these Reddit users. Questions we all get like age five to 15, how's school? Age 16 to 23, where are you going to college? What's your major? And that, that part's annoying. That's like triggering. It's like, I'm not going to tell you because billions of people have already asked me that <laughs> age 24 to 27 where do you work do you have a boyfriend slash girlfriend age 28 to 30 when are you getting married when are you having kids it's like the worst i know like it's literally like the same question through a certain amount of period like it's like the worst <laughs> um this other reddit user says that children singing is annoying um, and I agree with that. I think it's, well, okay. I think you can use, uh, children singing like in choirs. It's like a creepy type thing, but this user specifically says 
the choir using the Lord of the Rings choir part. Oh, it's so cringy. Like, oh my gosh. I don't know. I like I like kids. I'm I it's not like I hate them, but I just hate children choirs too. Like it's like I just think it's dumb. This next Reddit user says, maybe it's because I am autistic, but we have a few guys that whistle at work right next to me, and it's hard for me to not yell at them to stop. The next person, for me, it's people who listen to music and have the need to stomp their feet to the rhythm of the song. This is an office, not a tap, not a tap dance class. <laughs> that's so true. Like, that's the other thing, too. Like, I don't mind if someone's whistling now, now and then. Like where I work or especially if it's outside, that's fine. I don't care. But people who like to whistle but can't, oh my gosh, makes me want to die. <laughs> like unless you can whistle, don't whistle. I'm sorry. Same thing like with singing, but you know, I try to sing, but that never goes well. So I guess I'm blaming myself too. So too much coughing, smell of alcohol and sweat, smell of cigarette and screaming kids. That's true. Those, all of those smells, sounds, and senses are just annoying, especially the screaming kids. Like, oh my gosh, control your freaking child. That's how I feel. Uh, another annoying thing by this one Reddit user is influencers. How do they make a crap ton of money and get free stuff all the time just for existing? Meanwhile, I'm living in the fifth poorest country in the world, making less than $500 a month and have to move back in with my mother, RIP my mental health. So I can save enough money to buy my first car at 27. I would say my guy, it's going to get better, man. I know that you're grinding and I know it's tough, especially when you live in a country that doesn't have the proper infrastructure and the proper economy to actually build yourself up for success. But I will say this, like influencers, they're like the most privileged people in the entire world. Like it's not even a joke. <laughs> Uh, another annoying thing by this next Reddit users, for example, no one cared about the Buccaneers until Tom Brady joined. People didn't care about Astros until they won the World Series. Don't get me started on music. It's true. <laughs> I think it's because people like underdog stories. So as soon as a team, band, whatever, hits a big thing, hits a big thing, even if people that weren't, even if people weren't cheering for them. Boom. It's like a brand new world. It's like something great. <laughs> Another annoying thing, whistling. Oh, that, man, these people really hate whistling. Like just walking around and whistling a jolly tune in public makes me feel stabby. That is quite the adjective stabby. <laughs> There's no real reason, but it just grates on my nerves like nothing else. Bruh. <laughs> that's oh, my gosh, that's hilarious. All right, next up, I find it annoying when people exhibit basic human decency and kindness. It's just so mundane and unexciting, and it doesn't bring any chaos or suffering into the world. It makes much more, it's much more entertaining when people engage in malicious behavior and intentionally harm others. That's the kind of excitement I crave. First of all, I think you're a sociopath. I don't think that you're a normal human being. I don't know. <laughs> like... I've never heard anyone say that like maybe the excitement part I could get the excitement part of like wanting your life to be exciting or like wanting to be an exciting person but like seriously like suffering into the world that oh my gosh this is like hilarious anyway uh next annoying thing is that when you wake up <laughs> people my job that co-worker is 
who is overly chipper at 7 a.m. Thankfully, I don't have to be at work at 7 a.m., but honestly, yeah, that would suck. <laughs> it's like, let me have my coffee. Let me wake up and be in silence while I sit at my desk. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Literally. I, that's how I would respond anyway if I had to get up at 7 a.m. That would be like the worst. All right, next up, trying to, oh wait, this is still the annoying section, trying to eat and do your own task, like for me, reading a book, and the other person keeps trying to talk or show me something on their phone. I mean, that's a little annoying. I wouldn't say that's overly annoying, though, compared to the other stuff. Next up, what group do you have no sympathy for? Antifa, I guess. I don't know, like, I don't feel bad for you that you feel like the need to destroy things <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know uh same thing with terrorists um but at the same time when we label terrorists there's different kinds of terrorists because if it's a terrorist group that we identify as a terrorist group but they're just trying to defend their own country and actually like build up their own country then i guess they're not terrorists so i feel sympathy for them but i will say if they're harming others intentionally and innocent citizens obviously i don't feel sympathy for them um but yeah antifa i don't feel any sympathy for what is one species you would be glad if it got extinct uh mosquitoes flies a lot of different kinds of bugs i don't care if they're good for the earth we just shouldn't have them <laughs> what is an unwritten rule that you respect um so i would say this and it, basically, I follow the golden rule to the extent of wanting others to treat me the way I treat them. Like, for instance, people just say the most disrespectful thing to my face. Like, just like, like, for instance, if I feel secure, insecure about the way I look on a certain day, right? And I'm pretty sure everyone has experienced this. Like, if someone is really having a bad day and I notice that, like, oh, let's just say, like, someone looks really really tired or someone looks like disheveled and their hair is a mess or whatever on a certain day and I see them often and I know that they're having an off day why would I say to them ever during that day why would I say are you okay are you tired are you this are you that like like what the heck I would never want I would never want someone to ask that so I never ask that and I never point out the obvious and I never try to be like I don't know, negative or just slightly negative to people because like that's the least thing, that's the last thing they want someone to ask, I guess. But even though I try to respect people, people ask those same questions to me when I have a bad day. So it's like, thanks a lot, world. <laughs> I don't know, it's just stupid. Anyway, that was my rant for the day. Uh, you can force the entire world to listen to one song. Which song do you choose? Obviously the Rick Roll. We're going to basically just recrawl everyone. What is in a billionaire's basement? The bat cave. That that's just the simple short answer. <laughs> in generate in the generation of dating apps and working from home, where is somewhere in public you can meet someone genuine? Um, I mean, if you go to college, you can meet someone. Yeah, not just like dating wise, but friend wise. College is a good place to do that. I would say outside of college, maybe your workplace. Uh, but honestly, that's a hard one. I it's it would be really hard to actually meet someone and actually um, develop a relationship with someone in person, like anywhere else besides work or school. 
Like, I don't even know how people make friends. <laughs> I'll just be honest. <laughs> All right, segment five. Question of the day. Go out on a Friday night or a Saturday night or stay in. Um, I mean, if I had to choose, I guess... Like, I would want to go out at some point for, like, maybe, like, at a for, at a restaurant just for, like, food or just to eat out, and like, for dinner or something. But besides that, just stay in. Just relax. Do nothing, I guess. And advice for the day, find something you enjoy to do. Find a hobby because if you don't, you'll, you'll either be constantly just wasting your time, your life away, or just constantly working. It's healthy to do something that is both relaxing and productive. And that's why I do this podcast. <laughs> You're welcome for the advice of the day, everyone. All right, and then finally, for the quiz slash poll reveal, I asked, who's the most influential philosopher, Marcus Aurelius, Socrates, Plato, Diogenes, or Euclid? And 0% voted for Euclid. 14% voted for Plato. 21% voted for Diogenes. And 29% voted for Socrates. And 36% voted for Marcus Aurelius, which is actually not surprising. So most people voted for Marcus Aurelius, but there was a few that obviously chose like Plato, Diogenes, and Socrates. But no one chose Euclid, even though he's a philosopher and he also was like the father of some like, you know, stupid math that we had to learn in uh, high school. <laughs> so, you know. But basically, uh, for the end, I actually have a question from someone, a fan or a listener to the podcast uh, for this last segment for the Q&A section. And they're asking, when are you going to start posting stuff for social? And actually, I asked this question to myself. And the answer is never. I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I like I really want to start making stuff, but I'm just taking one day at a time and just trying to put out these podcasts and seeing when I have time to actually make, like, actual content for, like, social and stuff. So we'll see. But thank you once again for listening to this podcast. Um, please just go to the socials, even though there's nothing there, <laughs> and just, like, ask your questions. Just DM me. Uh, you can also DM me on um, my regular Instagram, which is just, uh, I think it's just Grantifer underscore YouTube, or YT. So Grantifer, G-R-I- Wait, G, I can't even spell G R A N T I P H E R underscore Y T. Grantifer underscore Y T or YouTube stands for YouTube. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Granting Thoughts podcast. And I will see you in the next, or not see you, but you will listen to me. <laughs> that sounds weird. Anyway, I have a good one, guys. Hope I get to, yeah, you, you know what I mean. Thank you guys for listening in and uh, make sure to tune in for the next episode, episode five, uh, because this was the fourth episode and it's been great making these podcasts. Uh, so yeah, just stay tuned. Adios guys. Thanks for listening.